Now, in this chapter, we're going to be going on finally to a new tense, to the future. And what we're going to do now is talk first about how you operate with the future for regular verbs. And let, we're going to divide this, first of all. We'll do this with our two paradigms, lio and lipo. So let's take lio first of all. Note that the stem ends with a vowel. So the first thing I'm going to show you in making the future is how you operate with a vowel stem verb that is regular. Now this could hardly be easy. I've already showed this to you when we were doing the verb in general. You add a sigma. And this is the future liso. Liso means I will lose. And it conjugates out the same way. Liso, lisais, lisai, lisamen, lisated, lisuset. Middle, lisamai, lisay, lisatai, lisamatha, lisated, lisatai. Same connecting vowels, same endings. Why? Primary tense. What do we mean by a primary tense? It does not deal essentially with the past. But it does not deal with the past. It is a primary tense and uses the terminations, i.e. connecting vowels and endings, that we have had thus far. So, the, to, just to go to the middle, the omai, e, e, tai, omatha, e, sta, untai, you put onto the least <coughs> step. You put onto the least step. Now, I'm going to say something at this point that is not in the book. I think it is probably good, and I would like to be able to do this in a future edition of the book, uh, to talk about the difference between the stem of a form and the root of a form. Uh, by this, I mean if we take the form liso, or we take the form lisomai, that would be I shall lose for myself. What is the stem of this form? That's the stem. This, though, we would call the root of it. Li is the root. But the stem for the form is actually loose. It's actually loose. That's the working stem. Before I go any further, and before Wendell asks this question, I'm going to try a preemptive strike. <laughs> what is the difference between shall and will as we're translating? Well, nothing if you are an ordinary person. If you happen to be in Cambridge or Oxford, you will make a difference like this. Shall is used in first person, will is used in second and third. I shall, you will, you will, we shall, 
you will, they will. Emphasis, reverse that. I will, you shall, he shall. We sh will, you shall, they shall. You don't do this. You don't do this. You don't do this. So don't, what's that? I shall in the future. Yeah, well, <laughs> you shall in the future. <laughs> Just to show you the fact that Americans in general do not follow this, is General MacArthur, upon leaving the Philippines, said, I shall return. And he was trying to be emphatic. Well, if he had been British, he would have said, I will return. So uh, do not get hung up on this point. But if you want to be Oxbridge, then, I mean, that's a, that is a standard term, Oxford Cambridge. If you want to be Oxbridge, then it's shall, will, will, shall, will, will. In fact, I might just add here, Brown, for your edification, that they do this same SWW routine also, believe it or not, on should and would. Now, you would never do this. You would say, I would not do that if I were you. And in Cambridge, they would say, I should not do that if I were you. So uh, this, this, by the way, is actually, if I remember this right, is actually a fairly late development in English. This is not actually kind of original. I think it's it's sort of uh, Elizabethan or something, or maybe post-Elizabethan. Yeah, yeah, in fact, I think it's even post-Elizabethan. But, but do not get hung up by this shall and will thing, all right? Now, 